This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. All right, let me just go through the cards and see who you all are. Um, Joel. Yeah. Your card is the Emperor. It represents authority, structure, being a father figure, but be warned of excessive control. Zach, your card is Justice. It represents fairness, integrity, and life lessons, but be warned of negative karma. My card, it's the Fool. Represents new beginnings, innocence, and adventure, but I should be warned of recklessness. For the fans, your card is the Listener. It represents having a great time for approximately 90 minutes every week, but be warned of the sadness that follows. Wow. (laughs) Nice. Strike. I'm excited for this year. Strike down with your hatred and your journey to the dark side will be complete. Do it. <laughs> Why did it? He called me the emperor. I, the, I didn't hear anything the, after the power that. I am to his justice. Yeah. I am vengeance. Welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm the emperor. I'm the fool. Hi. I am the knight. I <laughs> am Bacon Cell. Wow. <laughs> We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our first show of the season where we talked about our top five and bottom five movies of last year. It was a blast and it was really fun and also really depressing. I did. Wait, all- was it depressing? Why? Because <laughs> nothing came out last year. A did, lot of movies came back, out. I went back and one of Kent's best I did watch this past week. Yeah. And so you liked you. it okay? Yeah, gentlemen. It was good. Yeah. It was fun. Well, they're heavily edited. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Big there boy were, swear words, I think we said. <laughs> there were definitely some, some uh, feelings about Joel and how his method actually works. In fact, on Instagram, DC Foster said, what I like about Joel's method is that there's always an element of surprise. Did he watch another movie from 1938? (laughs) Did Vid Angel work for the latest hit? (laughs) Why is he always behind the trend? Or is he really ahead? Hmm. Behind. It's behind. (laughs) (laughs) Stop reading these comments. So you went on Twitter, Joel, and you actually posted your quote of that, as you often do. Yes. I also want to shout out Mike Hilton, who has been posting <laughs> some very good, very out of context, out of context quotes, quotes. He does that that are just, just so happy, including Joel saying, "Dirty jokes feel nice." Good job, <laughs> Joel. <laughs> you said that was out of context. So out of I context. think I was, I was mocking you. <laughs> Hashtag can't cares. That's never gonna catch on. And I oftentimes am, I'm biased, and I put up comments when someone says nice, something nice about me. However, I will say, Abe. Abe Yosby. He said that he really likes this episode every year. It's one of his favorites. But he also said one other thought. How dare you desecrate the sacred name of the Nard Dog? (laughs) Zach has got to stop with his terrible takes on The Office. Yes, he is a better side character than a main character. But to say that he was the worst thing about the show, which he was, I'm going on a bacon sale strike for one week. Oh, so up until Monday when the show launches. (laughs) Hey, welcome back. Hey, Hey. how's it going, buddy? Uh, And I disagree with you, Zach. I think maybe Nelly or Robert California are the worst thing to happen. The worst thing to happen to The Office is the last three seasons. Michael Scott leaving was the worst. Three seasons. The last three seasons are terrible. I thought it was just two. Save it for our office show. No, no, no. I'd have to watch it. I own five seasons on DVD. You need to watch it. It is so zeitgeist. It's on Peacock now. (laughs) I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) Oh, sure. Like you use any streaming service you have to pay for. (laughs) That's not what we're talking about today, though. What are we talking about today, Zach? Today we are looking forward to the future with our predictions of 2021. The future, Zachary? The future. We're like Nostradamus. Right? That's Nostradamus, that plural. Sound like it should be that. So let's look forward. And we do this every year. Yeah, I feel like last year we really nailed it because at the beginning of 2020, we knew what was going to happen totally. to the totally. world. Totally. We called it. It is weird to go back and listen to last year's prediction episode mm-hmm. just to see 
how off we were and how right we were on some things. Well, how hopeful we were for the year. Yeah, we're like, hey, this is going to be a great year, 2020. Wouldn't it be crazy if something bad happened in 2020? What's, that? These... what's that whisperings over and across the globe? <laughs> what's that? Doesn't St- matter. Are those storm clouds? I don't see what's happening. All these movies are going to lose. I mean, make $2 billion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we've uh, got a series of uh, categories, shall we call them? Yeah. Where we're going to it's be a bit random. predicting the future. Some are more random than others. Mm-hmm. First, let's cover some of the categories that we're not going to read repeat this year because we try to mix it throughout up. the show we're going to talk about what we got right or wrong from last year and then move yeah. on to the next year so let's let's open it with the, the appropriate in the arms of the angel <laughs> the categories that are not returning this right. year yes, yes, yes. Uh, new healthy fast food option you guys talked about last year so last year i said that all food well not all food but popularly food would be condensed down into dippin', dippin dots dippin dots it'd be frozen and you'd get dip like healthy dippin dots what, what like about the, the what of the vegetables what would you call those you called those vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm funny. Vegetables. <laughs> vegetables. And then you're like and then there would be meatballs and it was very confusing. Yeah, cuz yeah. meatballs well, I guess yeah. are a thing. But Did that little, happened Kent? No, it didn't no. happen. But it should have. And I said the air burger, which is basically two <laughs> buns and toppings with nothing between them. It's so, like a practical joke. So the veggie at Subway. Basically. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of happened, I guess, maybe. Wait, what? No. With the veggie at Subway. Veggie no. sandwich. <laughs> no, veggie sandwich. Been around for no. years. No points for you. Uh, this is a funny one. Big announcement at Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> What's a convention? <laughs> what is yeah. a convention? So, oh. Joel, what did you say on this one? On this one, I said that uh, Lucasfilm executives were going to admit that they were wrong about the sequels. Oh, the move them to And they were going to publicly flog Ryan Johnson. Half points? I was going to give myself half points because... The Mandalorian has become the new sequel series in many people's hearts, especially after the season two finale. And Mark Hamill, can we say this? Spoiler alert. He, he, he watches the show. Mark Hamill watched the show. Yes. And he, he likes that. it. And he, he liked it, it more than what happened to Jake Skywalker in the sequels. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to give myself a half point for that. I would too. Thank because you. let's all be hopeful that that is still the case. Yeah. yeah. So thank, thank you, Dave Filoni. Mine, I said J.J. Abrams was going to come out on the Comic-Con floor and announce that he was going to direct Superman. And, and then he said, guess what? You guys are going to love it. He's going to fly back around the world, <laughs> reverse right. time. And then people are going to be so mad that he's redoing another story, which is the J.J. Abrams way. There was going to be riots. Half points? <laughs> and the convention Stop. center would burn down. Oh, <laughs> I'm giving myself half no. points on this one. I'll give you half points. Yes. No. <laughs> Uh, didn't J.J. Abrams write a really bad Superman Really bad. It's called Flying By. Ago. It's horrible. Oh. Yeah. Um, what's Wait, so- guys, we don't know those riots weren't because of the Superman being announced, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Full point? No, half point. How about what celebrity will run for office? I don't want to spend much on time here. Joel and I close. said the same one. Well, kind of. I said Chris Jenner. And I said the Kardashians. And yes. who did? Kanye. Yeah. yeah. Who, so you guys were kind of close. kind of a Kardashian. Not anymore. More than a Chris Jenner. Yeah. And so I'm going to give myself a half point for that as well, which means I now have a full point. Zach, you have to watch his half points. That was a half point and a half point. I think uh, he has two half points. He has one point. Yeah. Uh, Although rumor has that Kim and Kanye. Yeah, they're done. Not going to make it. You should have called. This is kind of the tabloid show of the year. Oh, totally. That's appropriate to say. Look at the episode image. You'll know. Yeah. Uh, How about which band will break up? You did last year. Why didn't that one come back? Because bands don't exist anymore. What are concerts? Yeah. True. With this one, I went with. Matchbox 2020. Oh, terrible. <laughs> well, they were going to reform. and But here's the thing. They were supposed to tour in 2020 with the Wallflowers. But due to the COVID-19, they ended up pushing it uh, to 2021. So, no. I mean, they still haven't really done anything. That sounds like a show we'd go see at USADA. 
Matchbox 20. <laughs> Matchbox 20 and Just Wallflowers. Yeah. Hope nothing bad happens Thank after. You. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Can't we get yelled at. And I said BTS. This is one that I actually had to do so much research for. Uh, and Jake didn't believe me on the names of Young Cook. Yeah, Young Cook, and they were gonna they were gonna break up. Jon Snow. And they were gonna go from K-pop to K-rap. But then I I K-rap. looked it up today. <laughs> they are kind of on a hiatus. But last year, they signed a seven-year deal to keep going with the government. The government said they have to be together for seven more years. See, I feel like it's a Menudo-type situation where they're just going to rotate out. The food or the band? The band. Okay. (laughs) But BTS is still together, so I was wrong on that one. Yeah. So that is what you had last year that's not returning. We have some generally returning categories this year. Yes. A couple fun ones as well. Ready to get started, gentlemen? Yes, Yes, we are. Let's look forward to the future. Well, like you said, it's kind of a, a little bit of a tabloid show. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to start with some talk about celebrities, okay? including what celebrity you think is going to make a comeback in 2021. That needs a comeback. That needs That's, a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen for quite a while. I went with well, Joseph Gordon-Levitt last year. You did. You go with Joseph Gordon-Levitt every year. <laughs> I really do. In it's your heart. wishful thinking. Yeah. Because you haven't seen him for like five years. He does stuff on social media and YouTube here and there, but not really in movies. And he had so many projects lined up. Granted. He kind of came back, but not really. Trial of the Chicago 7. Yeah, that was like his big movie. And he did a movie called 7500. Did he direct that or he was in it? He was in it. Oh. Yeah, it's a Sorkin movie. Okay, okay. But this year, guys, I know he has gone nowhere. In fact, last year he was probably in six movies alone. If I told you the titles of these movies, you wouldn't know what they were. Right. Nicolas Cage is going to have a major comeback this year. he hasn't he's, gone away. Yeah. He's become the king of B movies. That's you throw him. You throw his name on a movie. It's gonna sell. So, so you're saying that he he's going to go back to A-list A list status. List. Okay. And granted, like Academy Award A list or like box office A list. Box office A list to the point where he'll probably getting headlines in movies or like a Netflix TV show in the future. So gone in sixty one seconds. He has that Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff movie. Yeah. So is that coming out this year. Willy's Wonderland is coming out in two months. Okay. And that's going to be a typical Nicolas Cage movie, but worth watching because some of the movies he's come out with, like I'll watch recaps of these movies. They're horrible. He's doing it to basically get out from underneath the IRS's thumb. They're making a TV show about Joe Exotic. He's Joe Exotic. Mm. I know. I'm not happy about it either. He's also in a Sundance movie I'm seeing next week called Prisoners of Ghostland. Mm. Sounds kind of weird. And he is going to be in a Bing John Malkovich type movie called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And this movie is, he plays Nicolas Cage, and he goes to a billionaire's birthday party, and the billionaire is a kingpin of a drug cartel. So the FBI hires Nicolas Cage to be Nicolas Cage and go be friends with this drug cartel kingpin. Makes perfect sense. Right? For a Nicolas Cage movie, I should clarify. (laughs) But I feel like this will bring him to the point where he may be cast in a big superhero movie again. Not as the lead, but as like a mentor role. Tim Burton's Superman is finally going to happen? Actually, maybe. If they do enough multiverse crossing. But yeah, Nicolas Cage will be an actual big deal again. I guess we'll see. What do you have, Joel? Uh, so last year I said Natalie Imbruglia because she was supposed to come out with a new album. and I thought it was going to be kind of her comeback. It'd be nice. No way. Uh, her new album was pushed back to 2021. So she didn't get that. For celebrity that I said needs a comeback this year, I went with uh, Bronson Pinchot. Yeah, no, that's a him? really good pick. Yeah, so it's been I don't almost, remember. It's been almost 30 years since uh, Bronson Pinchot played Balky Bartokamas on the ABC sitcom Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm. And since then, he's been I working... I have no clue any of the things you just said. <laughs> what? You know, Balky? No. Don't be ridiculous. No. Cousin. <laughs> since then, he's been working off and on, hasn't really got another chance to shine in the spotlight. He's the not, Langoliers. His, well, <laughs> the last thing I saw him, it was Langoliers in 95. Same. 
So then, like, he, he has done a lot of stuff. You look at his IMDb. He's working, but just nothing. Like you said, you don't recognize any of the names of anything he's doing. However, with Netflix creating all sorts of new content, he's going to find his big break working on a show where he plays a supernatural mentor from the distant dimension of Mipos to a ragtag group of children who are fighting demons in the Upside Down. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Coming this fall, it's Perfect Stranger Things. <laughs> Oh, yes! <laughs> Perfect Stranger Things! And you hate pitch shows for some reason? <laughs> you just made one. <laughs> Judge uh, Dr. Ed. So the funny thing is, is like, uh, I actually looked up a lot of his work he's been doing. Does he do voice acting? Like, what does he do? He does some, he's done audiobooks. Okay. Uh, he's done some movies. He's done some TV shows. He's actually been on The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's the principal. Like, yeah, he's the principal. Mm-hmm. For like eight, eight episodes, he's done that. Uh, he also had a, he, he apparently does house restorations. Where he likes to build houses. Oh, like, he's one of the property where he's a brothers. squatter. No, like, and he, then he has to get he goes, out. He buys these houses and he fixes them up, makes them look really cool, and sells them off again. Does he play Joanna Gaines? <laughs> well, in fact, he said, I have two skills I can make old houses beautiful and I can make people laugh. Other than that, I'm a waste of space. Well, I'm a dedicated son and brother, but I have no head for business. And so I thought, you know what, Bronson Pinchot, you deserve he's a, a humble guy. Yes. And I'm I'm just amazed that anyone who knows Bronson Pinchot by name out there, rather than cousin <laughs> cousin Balky, definitely not Zach's generation. No, no idea. No, yeah. perfect strangers. I've never heard of it. What? No, one of the greatest TV theme songs of all time. Even though we haven't talked about it yet on our TV theme song. Sing it. So is it then? Standing tall. There we go. On the wings and of stop. my dreams. <laughs> Rise no. and fall. <laughs> I, just, I just glazed over. All right. One of our most popular topics, as we found out over the off season of Bacon Sale, is food. People like our food, guys. They do. I'm just saying. So give me your crazy new fast food trend for 2021. I'll start off on this one because, you know, kids these days, they're always arguing about who is the goat, the greatest of all time. Is that what that means? Yes. Greatest of all time, the goat. However, the drunk cowboys over at Burger King, the marketing team, will see this trend and decide to create the goat burger. Oh, here's no, the, here's stop the commercial. it. I don't like <laughs> Michael <laughs> Jordan, Tom Brady, Babe Ruth, Wayne Gretzky. You have your goats, we have ours. Introducing the goat burger with charbroiled goat meat covered in queso añejo and sauteed onions and peppers. Which uh, queso añejo is actually goat cheese. So it's like goat meat with goat cheese and then some sauteed vegetables on feels top. wrong. They're over 90 Wait, million. <laughs> it just now feels wrong. How does that feel wrong? Do you, do you know where cheese comes from? <laughs> Cows. Wait, what? Uh, I, I found out feta. A lot of feta comes from goats and sheep too. But there are over 900 million goats around the world. Why not start eating them? Why not? And, and according mm. to the, the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization, pork is the most widely eaten meat in the world, 36%, followed by poultry, 33%, beef, 24%, and goats and sheep are only 5%. Are we sure the Burger King doesn't already serve goat? No, we're not sure. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, hey. Wait, so is this a trend or is this you just looked at the crazy new fast food? So, no, Burger, Burger King is going to start doing the goat burger and you know... That then Carl's Jr. is going to do kind of a, a lookalike, or it's going to be like the sheep burger. It will actually like taste good, though. So I, it, it's going to be tasty. It's going to be really messy, though. So yeah. I, the I the burger that can't be bleat. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. So I think all, all these alternative meats, like goats and sheep, are going to start becoming more and more part of fast food. They'll market them as healthier, leaner, whatever, but full of flavor. I like this. Okay. I actually really like this idea. I'm not going to eat it, but I like it. You would eat it because we're going to eat it in, you know, for a pick a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I'm going to go with something people are going to like. People like goat meat. 
with goat cheese. That's, that's goat gross. cheese is good. Have you not had goat I've cheese? I've had goat cheese. So I believe that a very basic thing that you can find at many breakfast places or restaurants, chicken and waffles are just going to catch fire in the fast food world. In fact, Popeye's, who set the trend with apparently spicy chicken sandwiches, everybody, mm-hmm. they're going to introduce a sandwich that is waffle buns and chicken patties. That's Ooh. what they call me. <laughs> chicken patties waffle and buns. waffle buns. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a band name. Chicken patty and the waffle buns. That's me. Mm. Popeye's going to bring people back to their drive-thru. Then you're going to have Subway. They're going to make their own. Burger King will have a version. Carl's Jr. goes extra. Mm-hmm. And then Taco Bell's like, hey, us two, chicken waffles, we're going to make it a crunch wrap. Oh, yeah. A waffle tortilla? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're call- going to call it like a sear wrap because mm. it's syrup in the wrap. It's all ah, syrup. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I actually think this could be pretty good. Call me. You know what would make it better, though? Put a little goat cheese on it. <laughs> no cheese in this. <laughs> mm, I love chicken and waffles. Okay, I should say this. Most of the time, like when I first ate chicken and waffles, I'm like, I don't get this. Yeah. I don't get it. It's it, I don't understand why people like this so much. And I went to one restaurant where the flavors actually combined together into mm-hmm. one delicious amazingness. And I went, I get it now. Yeah. So now I enjoy and it. And just imagine waffles. that being lower quality because it's fast food. Well, you go like Village Inn or something like that. You get chicken and waffles. It's literally like a chicken strip on yeah. a dried up waffle. That's exactly it. And that's, you know, not very good. I once went to a chicken and waffle place not around here and, and I saw the vision and uh, it, it's it's delicious. I'll, I'll tell you a good place around here. Zach, would you eat the waffle buns, chicken yeah, patties? I get chicken and waffles all the time. Yeah, Zach, please give commentary on which one you oh, feel yeah. is more plausible or oh. more delicious. Oh, I get to goat give commentary? with goat cheese okay. or waffles? <laughs> Julia Roberts needs to come back. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. I, the alternative meat thing is kind of funny. I know that uh, there's a restaurant in Roy, Utah uh, called Burger Bar that always has some exotic meat burger of the they month. Yep. They've been doing it for years. So it good. totally would be like, oh, yeah, we're going to do that elsewhere. Yeah. And we do that all over. But uh, chicken and waffles, I can definitely see that being like, remember when pretzel buns were all of the rage mm-hmm. a few years ago? I could see it being something like that. How about the TV show that will be rebooted? Last year, I said that we'd uh, take a trip back to TGIF and we'd go back to Family Steel Matters. Can't, which is a great title. I, great title. I still think that could happen. That is I hope so, so realistic. Like, we still get points. If it happens, like, yeah. it doesn't have to be this year. Oh, is that true? If down the road it happens, Kent, I will give you a point for that. Well, even though all the celebrity deaths and everything like that? No, no. Well, Maybe. I mean, everyone's going to die eventually, right? But gentlemen, yeah, this coming year, in 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. Decades later, their children are arrested after trying to clear their parents <laughs> of any wrongdoing. Oh, no. They've become wanted by the government and survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, help you. and if, if, you you can can help, if you can find them, maybe you can hire the B team. With a little bit of dubstep. That you know, Zach. Who doesn't? That you know. But not perfect strangers. So guys, this is really ridiculous. Obviously, I'm going for a little bit of parody here, but it's not the A team, which I don't think reboots really quite work. But I think when you do a relaunch, like Cobra Kai and Karate Kid, people are like, I respect the original material. And so what if we make it generations later? Is this a TV show then or is this a movie? This is a Netflix original TV you, series. You're missing it though. It shouldn't be the B team. It should be the A-teens. Oh, that's a band. That was already an ABBA. Yeah. Uh, that's offshoot. true. That was an ABBA ripoff band. Halfway so we're going to have Winston Duke as Brian Baracus, Aubrey Plaza as Murdoch, Zach Efron as Face, and Rose Byrne as Hannibal. 
And these are the children of the original 18. I like it. Oh, my gosh. I was like, why are you picking Aubrey Plaza? And I went, oh, wait, the unstable one. Yeah, that makes yeah sense. that's precisely. <laughs> I like that. So, you know, I don't Zach think this should be an all-female reboot because it will fail, but you need some great Who's actresses in Who's the actor playing B.A. Baracus? Winston Duke. I don't know who that he is. He was Mbaka in Black Panther. Oh, oh okay. cool. Yeah. yeah. So I think Netflix should give honor to the A-team and make it decades later, generations later. I like it. I'd watch it. Yeah, I would. Uh, that's actually the A Team cool. is one of those shows that I'm like, I wish more people still talked about it because it was a yeah, fun was show. Great. Did you guys see the movie? I liked it. Yeah, it was fine. Well, who was in that? Somebody Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper, Liam Neeson, yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Joel. last year, I, I, I got it spot on, exactly right, because <laughs> I did uh, Judge Doctor Ed. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in, in an alternate reality, Judge Dr. Ed is out there somewhere. But Mr. Ed was featured in two chapters of a novel called Horseplay uh, in 2020. So, I never want you getting oh. after me for using House of Mouse again. <laughs> I looked it up. He's referenced. But here's this year. Most of the characters in that 70s show were born in the 1960s, which means that these trailing edge baby boomers are now approaching retirement. And they're probably having issues with the clothing styles and the music their grandchildren listen to, as well as how their children are raising their grandchildren. Plus, things change for the worse after an accidental fall, and Red and his wife Kitty have to move in with Eric and Donna. Coming this summer, it's the almost in their 70s show. Oh! <laughs> so this is the, that 70s show's been off the air a while now. I think it's time that they get together, and now they're dealing with their kids and how they can't understand them. But it's from their perspective as the adults rather than the, like the kids are the idiots, mm -hmm. the dummies, as they say. All uh, new cast, yeah. of course. Well, the, the old, well, yeah, the younger kids are going to be the new cast, but the older ones are going to be original cast. Because honestly, what's Topher Grace up to these days? Not much. What's, uh, I just blinked on her name, Donna. Yep. Laura Prepon. That's, yep. She's no longer in Orange and the New Black anymore. So, nope. you know, and Mila Kunis still looks exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Ashton Kutcher, I'm sure he would come back she's for this. She's still Meg. Yeah, she I can't is. Can't stand her voice. What? Uh, just because I think of Meg from Family Guy. Yes, Family Guy. <laughs> Why did you turn into a Jersey guy when you said that? <laughs> I think of Meg from Family Guy. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I like it. So the almost in their seventies show because they will. There, I, I did the math. They're about sixty-one, sixty-two. But if we can get this a couple seasons, we can get them into their. Is 70s. this a uh, network series? Is this back on Fox? This is a Netflix series. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be one of those. Do you like how all of our ideas are going straight to Netflix? That's where it's the future. Going. But that's where like Cobra Kai is, and that's what was on my mind. Of like, mm -hmm. this is kind of the continuation of the story. But unlike Cobra Kai, it's not going to be as creative and not as original. It's going to be basically. <laughs> no, you can say your show will be more original. It's going to be the same formula as that '70s show. <laughs> They're not going to innovate. They're just going to just put the. Do they still back sit in. around the circle? Yes, they do, but it's more like they're in like you know armchairs now. Like okay. they can't just sit. They need back support. Okay, they're so getting they like nice they're chairs. taking their diabetes medication and well, stuff. Well, like yeah, that. maybe it's a Zoom call. No, <laughs> uh, just saying. We need to move on from that. We do. <laughs> that, I like that idea not this year. So look forward a few months to your favorite season and tell me what the most popular Halloween costume will be this year. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious, gentlemen. I think so too. If okay. you think about it, yeah. Dune is scheduled to be released theatrically in the United States in IMAX and 3 on October 1st, 2021, kicking off the Halloween season with sandworms and spice. Therefore, the most obvious choice for the most popular costume will be Paul Atreides, the Sion of House Atreides, played by <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. That's for the guys. But for the girls, they'll obviously go with Gaius Helen Moyham, a Bene Gesserit Reverend Mother, and the Emperor Truthsayer's Emperor's Truthsayer. So basically, they're going to dress like characters from the first Matrix movie. Is that what you're saying? Kind of, but, with, they, but they but wear those the, oxygen at the, at the dance masks. Club. Yeah, yeah, with little things going up their nose. They're going to have to get wear the blue contacts. Oh, so there you go. I want to play Oscar Isaac's character 
in the new Dune movie. What's his name? Atreides something. Something. <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan Atreides. Yeah. I don't want anybody to be Shamalama Ding Dong for Halloween. <laughs> it's Shalamay a Ding Dong. Shamalama Love. He's going to be Paul Atreides. That's obviously Atreides. Now, Joel, I find it interesting you went with that hey. aspect. Of, I, mean, <laughs> I, find, I find your choice interesting and wrong. What? Thank I, think, you. I think your sci-fi choice is way off because what? I went with the sci-fi choice. And granted, we're a year removed. And granted, people may have not seen it for a while. But Baby Yoda is the what it's all about. The most popular costume is going to be Baby Yoda. Think S- about it. Sexy Baby Yoda. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> sexy no. baby yoda is going to be the costume of the season burlap sacks for those women who love diy they're going to be selling out like hotcakes and uh you don't need much burlap sack because it's sexy baby yoga yoda and by the way half of the women who dress like sexy baby yoda or ba- should i say sexy grogu is that better sexy grogu because sexy baby yoda <laughs> oh no <laughs> but half of the women are going to look like tall dobbies <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, so, isn't, that what isn't that Australian slang for women? Tall yeah. dobbies? <laughs> Look at those tall dobbies over there. So, yeah. All right. Sexy Grogu will be oh, the okay. costume of the year. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Oh, no. Did you Google that? I, I, I What did you Google and what I, did you find? I did sexy Yoda costume <laughs> that exists. That oh, no. Already they have Yoda, so it's not going to Turn your screen that's, around. That's not a far step from it. No, Kent. No. <laughs> you know, I'm going to look this up later. No, don't. <laughs> It's not bad. I just don't want you to look that up because it's just dumb. Why do all Halloween costumes have to turn into sexy whatever? Because <laughs> it's spirit Halloween. It's what they've done to us. Well, uh, typically each year, there is some something that hits big in the pop culture, right? So this year, yeah. well, I, I would say Dune, in this clearly. past year, yeah. it was Tiger King, right? Tiger yeah, King came out. Everyone was Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah. So I think this year, even though this show already came out, uh, it has it came out after Halloween? You guys saw, the, or we've talked about it, at least. I know Kent, you saw the Queen's Gambit, mm-hmm. right? Mm, yeah, which was uh, beautifully set in the '60s. They had amazing set pieces, awesome costumes, fantastic. Right, this show about chess. Right. So I think this year for Halloween. There's going to be lots of sexy chess pieces. I don't want to Google. <laughs> Why do we, if we just add sexy to anything, it yep. becomes sexy a Halloween costume. Pieces. Sexy Dune. Yep. <laughs> sexy Sandworm. Hey. hey. Uh, I like it. No, please no. Okay. Speaking so of... Wait, se- Zach, which, out, out of those two, which do you find the more plausible I one I think that... Well, one exists. Yoda. One exists. Nobody's going to actually watch a Dune. How many like six? That's people, a sexy baby Yoda. Six people saw Blade Runner, and that's when movies were popular. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about celebrity couple that will have a breakup this year? I'm going to take a full point, gentlemen. You get to take a... You take two points for that one. <gasps> Thanks. That was two bold. points. That was a bold prediction. Last year. It's uh, a one-point game. Uh, hey, he's the moderator you here. Only, you only get one point. Well, you can take it back now. You, you can take it. So oh, you, don't, you don't get it. Wait, wait. Take it. He can have two points, but I'm going to take away one with mine. Okay. Uh, wait for it. Sounds good. Okay. Wait for it. No. So last year, this is such a cute couple, but Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. Where did you pull this what out from? What a random call. Where did you pull this out from? I don't know, but I had a feeling that... Oli- okay, I'll tell you where I pulled it from, because Olivia Wilde just came out with a book smart, right. and I'm like, people really like that. She's going to gain more success as a director, whereas really, in Hollywood, she's kind of gone nowhere. Yeah. And so the more success she gets, Jason Sudeikis, even though people like him, mm-hmm. like especially in that Apple comedy, whatever it's called. Ted Lasso. Ted That's Lasso. Him. She will basically take off without him, and he, he'll be seeing, like, people still like both of them. Well, but now she's, like, apparently dating Harry Styles. And he, what? Yeah. And who's, who's going to be what? in her new movie? 
He, she's dating Harry Styles, and uh, Jason Sudeikis is really bummed about Does it. Chris which Hansen means know? that, <laughs> yeah, right. which means that she definitely broke up with him. Yes, mm. which yeah, is I've, kind I've of what she casted. Her, she casted him in her movie so that she could date him. Basically, I've, I've talked about this before about the fame yoke. Allegedly. When you're when you're in a Hollywood relationship, there's the fame yoke, and mm-hmm. if one person starts pulling ahead, the yoke you know keeps the oxen together. It's true. And so if one of them starts pulling ahead, either the yoke will break or the relation. You know, basically, it doesn't work. Kent, how do you feel dating Joel now that he's so popular with Quickwits? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, now? Back I'm in the married. Day. <laughs> you two are the single ones. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Still good. <laughs> Still good. But oh. this coming year, I think we're going to see the dissolution of the relationship of Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi. Kent, I have in my notes Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi. For your pick sad. as well? Yeah. My, for my pick not as sad well. at all because, because Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen's crazy. she's been outed as not the queen of nice anymore. She's the queen of mean. That's not her. That's a whole other song from Descendants that's in my head now. <laughs> you calling me the queen of mean. I know that song too. That's so Our wrong. daughters love it. Yeah. And, and really, like Ellen behind the scenes has really just kind of been a terrible person who just mocks people. And so Portia de Rossi will, I think this will be midsummer. she will announced that she's leaving Ellen and releasing her book in August or September about what Ellen has oh. been up to. And then James Corden, the scenes. James Corden will take over her show. Oh, wow. He's more suited for daytime anyway. Yeah, he is. But yeah, I thought, no I thought Ellen and Portia as well. Yeah. Yeah. Joel, what about you? What did you pick last year? Last year, I said Joaquin Phoenix and Rune Mara, and they had a baby in November. Dang it. And guess what? Um, they named it after his brother, River. It's, that's, isn't that so sweet? It's, I hate how cute it is because I'm like, they're such a weird pair. Yeah. Like, remember that whole thing he said about how there's somewhere in this audience, there's a filthy dragon that want to rip the wings filthy off. Filthy dragon. And Kent, by the way, said he was going to name one of his relationships this past year Filthy Dragon. One of the, one of his dates was going to be named Filthy Dragon. Since he didn't do that, let's remove one of those points. I blame COVID. I didn't date for like five months. You dated. I would have dated a Filthy I, you Dragon. You made up for it. I think the reason you didn't date was a Filthy Dragon. <laughs> so he could have got two points before, but I'm removing one okay. of those points Sounds for that. Good. What? Because what? you didn't. Because you didn't fulfill your Can prophecy. I name someone a Filthy Dragon now? No, it's too late. It's 2021. Mm-hmm. Your word is your I, bond, Kent Dunn. I wonder if their baby's on formula and not milk. Because remember that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the milk. Anyway, uh, my celebrity breakup for 2021 is Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Whoa. They're the, making bold choices. The Duke of Sussex married an American commoner who made him step away from the royal family and move to the United States. The com- man has lost his identity. A commoner yeah. who was on TV? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's not royal. Just, uh, not, he's not British either, but that's not the point. And it's only a matter of time before he's going to be sitting at home all day, playing Xbox and drinking pints of code red, code red pints because he's British. Oh, yeah. <laughs> waiting for Megan to bring in the big bucks for acting jobs, which she won't really get that many. Yeah. Megan will then give Prince Harry a declaration of independence and secede from their union. So she's breaking up with him? Because he's going to so he's, he's lost who he is. Is he allowed to go back to the royal family after leaving them? I'm no. sure there's some sort of process of allowing him back in. Like public shaming? He has to do like, you know, cricket match backwards or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to play, play it forwards. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like this is just my perception of their relationship is that he married into this family. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, I don't like your family. Let's go to my family. Yeah. And he's not used to that type of lifestyle. He's used to a certain type of lifestyle that he's not going to get here in the States. And so he's going to move back to England. Yeah. And- I want to ask our female listeners if if you like the process that Meghan Markle went through, because wouldn't anyone want to, and granted, it's a royal family, it's a bit stuffy, but wouldn't you want to be in that royal family? I don't know. Right? Uh, would you want to be in the royal family? Would you want to be like a prince? No. Kind of, yeah. No. You wouldn't, Zach? It's so much like... I'd totally kill my brother. so much history and order to it. 
I feel like William uh, would be dead meat. Like he probably felt like those Amish kids do when they leave the nest. In Rumspringa? Yeah. So you're saying his marriage is Rumspringa? Yeah. And, and so, he'll he'll tire of it. I like that, Joel. Yeah. I, I, I don't like it. I don't want to I don't want to revel yeah. in this. No, but I do I do. But I, I feel like I had the same choice as you, but I like where your head's at. Thank you. These are good choices. Because <laughs> you want him to go back to his family. You're telling me you wouldn't want to be royal, Zach? I don't want to be royal. How did I know that was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I would. Wouldn't you? I don't know, because it is well, a lot you of like pressure. Sit, I feel like you'd sit in a room all day wearing stuffy clothes. Eat everything you want. So you become like King Henry VIII. Yes. <laughs> Marry eight times. Uh-oh. Behead people. Yes. That was a little dark. Let's, let's brighten <laughs> it. It was up. a dark part of history. <laughs> let's brighten We're planning up. to end people's relationships. It's going to be dark. No, we're going to brighten things up with the newest conspiracy theory for 2021. Flat earthers are so 2020. Yeah. Cube earthers are where it's at now. <laughs> Think about it. How often have you heard about the corners of the earth, the corners of the world? Corners of How the can the earth be round if there are corners? Wake up, sheeple. The earth is a cube. What if it is, though? Look oh, at the no. horizon. I'm buying Look at into the horizon, it. Kent. When you draw a horizon, do you draw a curved line? No, it's a straight line. Yeah. Anywhere you are. Sometimes right angles, too. Because, yeah, right <laughs> angles. I'm telling you, cube earth. Huh. That's a cute idea. Cube earth. Cube earth. All four corners cube of the globe. Earth, earth cube. Wait, how many corners? And so are basically, we're going to have like Facebook Six. pages that are dedicated to this. Yes. Maybe 20,000 people that, are, that like the page. Yeah, but it'll be a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Elon Musk is going to have to take them to space personally so they can see it. Zach, don't you think that's pretty likely, though? Yeah, someone, someone will believe it. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> I think someone just created that Facebook page <laughs> after hearing no, you say no, that. No, no, no. Subreddit. Oh, yeah. It's no, a subreddit. It's a subreddit. subreddit. <laughs> I should have looked it up to see if someone else had done it. <laughs> Probably. Okay, Kent. Guess I'm going deep with this one. Oh, boy. Reptilians never wanted to infiltrate the government. Mm-hmm. Instead, they are the heads of big tech. Mark Zuckerberg, Jack... Jeff Bezos and Tim Cook know what we do at all times because they do and essentially control us. So to stop them, Elon Musk starts a one-man mission to take them all down. He invents actual x-ray glasses that can, can de- detect cold-blooded creatures in skin suits. Like they live? Yes, just like they live. And it's up to Elon Musk to save us from the heads of big tech. Who are reptilian creatures controlling our minds you have made you i think you made an allusion to this on last year's episode that mark zuckerberg is a reptilian oh yeah for sure he is yeah at oh, least an 100 percent yeah. so yeah. you think elon musk is as actually because he seems like he, the, he's crazy he's insane the james bond villain in real life is not reptilian because <laughs> <laughs> he shows emotion have you seen zuckerberg show emotion no that's true Remember that time that they threw the thing at the uh, Cybertruck and he got so mad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. See, that was a day ruin. Up. That was up to the, that That's was the reptilians doing. So Elon Musk will save us all. Yeah. From with the his, reptilians. With his boring tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so the guy, hold on. The guy that's tunneling through the earth is not a reptilian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's trying to find their home and destroy it. Okay. okay. With uh, a laser. Zach, okay. Zach, I think he's saying this because Kent has already been turned. He's trying to deflect from Elon Musk. Can't just, see that? Can't smelling things with his tongue. <laughs> I licked my pop filter. <laughs> I thought I saw a Tesla in the driveway. Uh. Um, let's talk about sports. I feel like our listener loves when we talk sports. Because we're so informed. Not only that, we're fans. Total fans. <laughs> I can't even say it. 
We are so good at these predictions. Yeah. I feel like we were called out last year, even though we were right about divisions in yeah. leagues yeah. and tournaments. So yeah. are we going to predict who wins the finals of okay. every single league? First up. Except for hockey, because who watches that? The most. Ouch. Uh, Nicole D. Hale. A lot of people. Oh, hey, Nicole. What's up? Hey. Love you, Nicole. How about who's going to win the Super Bowl? That is upcoming. Oh, just the Super Bowl? You just have the, you have an easy chance. There's only four teams left as of the recording. Okay. Yeah, keep in mind we're recording this previous to any games that yes. we have this weekend. Last year, I said the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. over the 49ers. Yes, you did. 36 to 28. Yeah. What was the score? Uh, it was 31 to 20. The Chiefs over the 49ers, 31 to 20. Wow. wow. I don't think I ever got my street tacos, Joel. I think you did. Because I think I I'm gave saying it to I didn't. I'm pretty sure after they won, I took you out to lunch. Thanks. I don't know if you did. <laughs> so Hilton I feel, always pays his debts. I feel like I'm on a roll. And I feel like the Buccaneers are going to go this year. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is that a real team? And <laughs> yes. uh, Who's their quarterback, Kent? Oh, their quarterback? Yeah. It's a big deal. Oh, this is easy. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> I actually <laughs> had them in my notes. Why did you get, tell him I was going <laughs> to? Actually, this is how it's going to go. Tom Brady doesn't need a Patriot at his side as he carries the Bucks to his 10th Super Bowl. But they're playing. The Chiefs, Chief Life is back. Chief Life, Chief Life. Oh so while Hail to while the Mahomes has youth on his side, a mid-game injury puts the Chiefs' second win in a row at risk. Backup Chad Chad Henney <laughs> has a devastating third quarter, throwing two interceptions, but rallies back in the fourth quarter to throw a clutch touchdown pass and win the games once again for the Chiefs. The Chiefs over Tom Brady. Hold on. Hashtag Chief Life. Did you seriously look at what happened last week? Is that what happened? Literally, Patrick Mahomes got injured last week. I heard he was uh, hurting a little bit. He's yeah. back in. Didn't, uh, they, didn't they say he was clear? But I think play? he'll be back in, out. but he'll only make it for two quarters That's funny. of the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. I do my research, and I'm a fan. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Joel? Okay, this is eerie. Please say the Bucks. This is eerie, okay? Because this is a tough call, fellas. I mean, of course it the is. Chiefs won last year, but the Bills might beat them in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Depends but then on the, how much Mahomes. But then the NFC, it's going to be Brady versus Rodgers. But the defense is going to decide between the Buccaneers and the Packers. I'm I don't know. I'm going to have to say that once I'm going to have to agree with you, Kent. Kansas City is going back to the Super Bowl, but it's going to be against the Buccaneers. Perfect. That's exactly what I said. I know. And the Bucks are going to win it all. Tom Brady is going to solidify himself as the GOAT burger. And <laughs> I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be 24-21. Oh. 20, it's going to be a close game. Yeah. 24-21. And I'll say 24-21. But you for the Chiefs. did not. No, I'm saying that now. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need a boop in the air because we're putting lunch on the line. Air boop. I think the Washington is going to win. The Washington Football Club. The, the, Washington. the Washington Footballs. Are they in it? No. No. Yeah. The Washington. So yeah, I see Chiefs. You say Bucks. Yeah. Uh, I then I will just just be contrarian and say the Packers are going to take it. Yeah, it's it's an okay Rogers. choice. Uh, okay, how about the World Series? Let's move to ba- that's baseball, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. know. We know World that. Series. Jeez. That's in Back to the Future. Lifelong fan for the past week. So we week. know that. Uh, <laughs> so last year, I said the Yankees, uh, but it was the Dodgers. The Dodgers won last year, which they, that's been a long time since so they won. Uh, but the World Series, once again, it's tough this year because the Padres have been loading up, but they don't have a history of winning. More choke than others. But I bet the Dodgers will go back to the World Series this year and face the Tampa Bay Rays again. Nice. And I think it's going to be a Dodgers repeat. LA Dodgers win and will get their eighth title in the franchise history. Geez, Tampa Bay has some good teams this year, don't they? Florida's got it. (laughs) 
Do they have anything? Does Florida have? I didn't say what anything it was. <laughs> they have the what are bath salts? Right? <laughs> they have those. Yes. All right. So I agree with you. I think the Dodgers are going back to the World Series, but I think they're going to play the Chicago White Sox. Mm. The Dodgers have one of the best rotations in the league, sporting old pros like Justin Turner and Jock Peterson and young guys like Julio Urias, (laughs) (laughs) who's stepping up his game. (laughs) And and at least they make mine believable. And they're easily going to take out the Chicago White Sox four games to one to win the World Series once again. Go Dodgers. I played for the Dodgers, actually. Oh, back in like Little League yeah. pitching machine that was in the Dodgers. <laughs> I think it should be the Washington. <laughs> Again? Yeah. The Washington baseball team. It should be of the course. Washington. Zach, how are we sounding? Are we sounding okay? <laughs> you sound terrible. Pretty credible, actually. Um, for Sam Ma's sake, I'm going to pick the Braves. Just because I like Sam Ma. Ken was right last year, by the way, about the Super Bowl. I just want to point that out again. Yeah. Um, which one of you guys last year picked the Astros? That was Kent. That was me. Yeah, Astros over the Dodgers. Well. I'm, I'm sorry. Cheater. Did I jinx them? Cheaters. <laughs> I jinxed them or made them cheat. They saw the signs and it opened up their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, of course, move to the NBA, which is already underway. So the NBA is kind of, I, I guess all their seasons are strange, but the NBA was messed up so much last year as far as like regular season went. And as we know, Joel, I think you won that one. Uh, Did you get the point? I was right. Here's the thing. So I said the LA, LA Lakers against the Milwaukee uh, Bucks. Yeah. But I was right about the Lakers, but they went against the Miami Heat. Yeah. Wow. You, so. you picked the highest uh, paid team with LeBron James on it. But cool. I didn't uh, pick the Lakers, Zach, though. Who are you talking to? I think I had to look up who LeBron James <laughs> played true. for. That's true. That's true. In fact, I went with the teams that were better at that point in the season. So I went with the Bucks over the Denver Nuggets. Four games to three. Naturally. So I was way off. Denver chicken yeah. nuggets. So I think this year, the Brooklyn Nets are going to play the LA Lakers. Because have you seen the Nets now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of insane and kind yeah. of gross, actually. Yeah. So you have two of the teams with like the, like they're throwing the most money out yeah. there. So the Nets have spent their money. It's time to cash that check. With Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving leading the team, they are sure to be what the Pistons were Harden. in the late 80s. What? I hate James Harden. Oh, I hate him too. The Lakers are still favored to win, but not even King James can take the Nets down four games to three. Nets for the are win. Are we talking to the same people, Kent? Why? What? Because I, I said, as long as LeBron is healthy, he's going to the finals. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. However, and I think that the, the Brooklyn Nets do have a lot of star power now. So I'm going to, I was also going to say Nets versus Lakers, but I say the Lakers are going to take it again. See, I think neither, uh, the referees won't call won't make calls on either team yeah. because there's so many superstars. <laughs> so they'll be fouling each other like crazy. That'll be fun but you're saying Lakers over... I'm saying Nets. Lakers are going to take it Kay. again. Boop. Is that two lunch, lunch bets? Yeah. There's no way... I don't, I don't have to watch these, do I? <laughs> no, we'll find out on Twitter. There's no way that Kyrie Irving and uh, and James Harden are going to exist Kyle, on the same team. Kyle Irving retired a long time Ky- Ky- ago. Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. I don't like the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> there's no... Well, Wait, are we doing sports? I think it's the Washington that's going to take it. <laughs> Washington Basketball Club. The Washington. <laughs> Let's go back to what you guys are all really experts on, which is the sexiest men alive. Ooh, I would yeah, like to hear you. experts sexiest on that. Men. Because we are. Yes. You are the sexiest men in the baking game. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, so last year I said Kamal Najiani was going to be the because sexiest Because of those abs. Good. Because he, he, he transformed himself. And he's funny. But the movie never the came movie. out. Eternals did not come out. And yes. so Michael B. Jordan won for some reason. Yeah. I picked him like two or three years ago. But why yeah, Why then? Why 2020 was Michael B. Jordan the sexiest man alive? What did he do? What did anybody do? Good point. But I'm going to say 
that The Sexiest Man Alive for 2021, as said by People Magazine, is going to be John Jungkook, better known anonymously as Jungkook, the South Korean singer and songwriter from BTS, the youngest member and vocalist of BTS. Why, you may ask? Because I looked through 35 years of Sexiest Men in Life. Had a good time. But they've never picked a winner of Asian descent. Right, that's a good choice. Never have. And they're going to be called out for this. And with questionable picks in the last couple of years of Blake Shelton, John Legend, and Michael B. Jordan, eh, readership's going to be down a bit. Yeah. So they're going to try to get the issues flying off the shelves by putting a member of BTS on the front cover. For that reason, I almost chose Henry Golding. Oh, yeah. From Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, that's what they'll do because they want to just be so inclusive. Yeah. They need to make a choice like yeah. that. That's a good pick. So, really yeah. good pick. Cook. Yeah. Jungkook. I don't know how to say his name. name. Uh, last year, I chose Keanu Reeves because I thought it would be his year. Yep. But then, then Cyberpunk, didn't he already Cyberpunk win? failed. Yeah. yeah. He, already, he already won once. No. Didn't he? I don't think so. I I'll feel do. like he has before. I may have the link right here. But this year, and I know it's going against what Joel just said about inclusiveness. Yeah. But they're going to go on the hype train for a new movie that may or may not come out in 2021. Okay. And he will be the third Bond actor to win this but daniel craig really will win the sexiest have you ever seen his mouth Uh, i've seen his face and i wouldn't you ever seen (laughs) his droopy dog face i honestly i've never found him attractive and it's probably because i saw him in the power of one first and he was terrible how do you feel about john legend is he pretty cute i don't know who like i can't really i picture him. john legend no i don't you don't you know what he looks like i try not to look at him because christy teigen's always by him yeah She is the sexiest By man By the way, alive. Keanu Reeves, 1994. Oh, he yeah. did. Okay. He did get it. But no, I think Daniel Craig, they'll be like, yeah, we're going to go for the older gentleman. And Sean Connery's one. Pierce Brosnan is one. Yeah, so that's true. It is time for Daniel Craig as his swan song and his really only chance to win. And he'll by that point, yeah. he'll be working on a sequel to Knives Out as well. Should have ended with Spectre. So yeah. Okay. Skyfall, actually. But yeah. Let the sky fall. I would I would say that his face is kind of weird and maybe he won't get it, but Channing Tatum got it one year. So yeah. I think in the right it. lighting, anyone yeah. anyone's droopy mouth could probably win. Oh god. So I actually you guys, that's I, so cruel. I, I like your choices. I actually uh, I participated in this one as well. I actually gave you two. One first timer and one repeat. Oh. For the for the repeat of our sexiest men alive, who is bigger, especially right now? Who has a movie releasing? Bigger in filming. Weight. He is filming two other very popular movies in his franchise. That's right. Going back on the cover this year will be Tom Cruise. He's going back. I could see it. Yep. No. I could see it. People yeah. aren't behind him enough. It's it's his time. Oh, uh, then you don't like that? Then you'll like this next one. Guaranteed. Oh, <laughs> guaranteed. Riding on uh, riding on some popularity of the vastly superior Snyder cuts. Henry Cavill will make it onto it. Too obvious, I think. It's his time. And you're saying because The Witcher 2 will be out. The Witcher, right about the that Witcher time. will come out. Snyder Cut will be on. I think he'll have he his time have to shine. He won't have CGI mustache. But I think it's it's too perfect of a choice, and so people won't do it. Because <laughs> he's too perfect of a man. <laughs> Your love for Henry Cavill knows no bounds. <laughs> no, not at all. That's a great choice, Zach. I changed my vote to Henry Cavill. You Henry always Cavill. would, though. Always. Always Henry Cavill. That's you like a, that's like a given, that right? <laughs> it's a given. Okay, how about your celebrity drama that will occur in 2021? This could be anything from controversy. This could be beef with another celebrity. Yeah, last year I said that Gwyneth Paltrow was going to be bathing in the blood blood of of innocence. innocence. You did. And for some reason, that was not as bad as puppies, according to Jake. Well, (laughs) and there's been other stuff, especially recently, that she's come under fire for. You could say it's kind of exploded recently. (laughs) But yeah, we're going to leave it there. Nope. (laughs) Nope. But this year, 
And this is celebrity drama, right? So let's get all, let's get tabloid on everyone. All right. Kanye West just had kind of a weird year. Like he ran for president. He's probably getting divorced to Kim Kardashian. He's not going to do well with that breakup. No. And so after the divorce rumors and with only getting 60,000 votes in the last election, like his ego is bruised. He's not like the, the megastar he once was. So Kanye West is going to take a flight. But guess what? His plane disappears. Right, Ooh. seemingly crashes. So reports of his death are widespread. His estate releases a ton of unreleased material, and because he's dead, quote unquote, it goes straight to number one. Everyone's like, "Oh, I miss Kanye." Like I finally miss Kanye West. You put dead in quotes, though. Yes, because he's not really dead. Because three years later, after his disappearance, twenty twenty three, yes, twenty twenty four, twenty twenty four, three years, a much like skinnier Kanye West will wash ashore in the Gulf of Mexico. Basically, it's all a PR stunt. But he's going to like be on the beach and someone's going to find him. He's like, I don't know how I got here. The last three years are a mystery. And after some intensive rehabilitation. He has a list of people and he goes and tells them they felled the city. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Uh, But he will announce his comeback album in 2024 called The Second Coming. Because that's how he thinks of himself. That is how Kanye West thinks of himself. I hate that I believed it when you said it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Kanye West will disappear. Everyone will think he's dead, kind of like Tupac or Biggie, but he actually will be on an own, his own private island, and he'll come back. Okay. Okay. Sounds believable, right? I, I, I could there see it happening. Str- strangely enough, a string of logic there. Yeah. Joel? Uh, last year, I said Aquafina would uh, get sued. <laughs> Denounce water. Su- yeah, do, get sued by PepsiCo and have to go back to her name, Nora Lum. Didn't happen. Uh, but this year, I'm going to say Tyler Perry Ooh. is going to have some drama. Okay. Because after continuing to have box office hit after box office hit, even during the pandemic, an investigation will conclude that no one is actually going to see Tyler Perry's movies. He huh. routinely buys out theaters, you know, like Disney did with Captain Marvel, yeah, to boost his numbers. But in reality, he's broke and he's been living a lie this whole time. And then in a not so stunning twist, when a handful of people actually watch what he's made, they conclude that it's complete garbage. <laughs> This is such a Joel dream this right is, here. This is the year Tyler Perry goes down. <laughs> you can take him down a notch. <laughs> I like that. I like, like that. What if he has really been Medea all along and he, she was dressed up like Tyler Perry? Ooh, oh, right. Out of him better. Take it, Ken. <laughs> Collaboration. That's what we're here for. Regardless, if any drama happens towards Tyler Perry, I get the point. Mm-hmm. Mine is maybe more likely, though. Yeah. Except for who's going? <laughs> yours is, is it not Kanye West on a beach is three it years completely later? insane and somehow more plausible? <laughs> it's Kanye West logic. Exactly. He may hear this show and be like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually a really idea. good idea. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying he listens to our show. Come on. He doesn't. Okay. While we're on the celebrity train, let's keep rolling with your celebrities that will die. And as we know, this goes in rule of threes. <sighs> yes. This, this is a sad category. Can you review your choices from last year? Yeah. Please? So last year I said Larry King, Carol Burnett, and Kevin Spacey. All are still alive, although Larry King did get COVID and it was one of those Touch weird... Touch and go there How for a is he still? Is he a puppet? I think he's dead. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> he's not really alive, Did you see that he? interview with Danny Pudi, by the way? Yes, it was, it was fantastic. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I'm on DuckTales. On DuckTales, Larry. Anyway, normally when I do this, I do kind of two. I don't want to call them gimmies. It sounds so bad. But, but they're on the people, Deadpool. Yes. Yeah. And then one that is kind of a shocking one. But I'm going to say Jimmy Carter because. Okay. Yeah. It's like 95. He's 96, 96 years old. Wow. Currently. Sure. I don't think he's going to make, see another end of term for another president. Okay. Well, our, our president's probably not going to see his own end of term. <laughs> oh, that may be a choice. No, David. Political, political. Uh, and then I said Bob Newhart. 
Yeah. Because who knew he was still alive? He is. But he was on Conan just recently. And it's sad. Conan's still alive? <laughs> yes. But I, I saw Bob Newhart and I'm like, oh, he's so funny. He looks really old. And he's still, you know, he's still smart as whip. Like, he's still got good mental capacities. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just think, awesome. We have all these comedy greats. Like, uh, I, I predicted Mel Brooks Dyke before, uh, Cloris Leachman before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I keep going these, like, TV comedians of the past who are still alive. But yeah, I'm going to say Bob Newhart this year. And then my twist one is going to be Howard Stern. Oh, wow. I, for some reason, just Howard Stern is one of those guys that doesn't strike me as the careful type. And even though he's older of age, I think uh, he's 67. So he's not old, old. No. And that's why Hard I think living is getting to him. But I think, yeah, I think he's kind of never been really careful in his life about his health. Right. I think he's going to catch up to him in 2021. Okay. Kent? All right. Last year, my wild card choice was Tom DeLonge because I thought the government was going to come after him. But then he was justified. Yeah. When they announced that <laughs> aliens exist. Yeah. So still alive. There you go. And or is I he said, a reptilian. Yeah. Probably re- reptilian. Angela Lansbury, still alive. And I also said Sean Connery. He did. I like how I'm patting myself on the back when he was 97 years old, basically. <laughs> but Sean Connery, oh. I think I get a point for his death. You, you do. So That's wrong. so sad. <laughs> it's so wrong. <laughs> this year. Tony Bennett, who's 95. Okay. Will die. Yeah. The singer, Tony Bennett. Yes. Yeah. And it'll be really sad. You know, everyone will go. What song? What's, what, which of his songs will they play over all the montages of him? Um, My Way. <laughs> That's Frank Sinatra. It's probably both. Something with Gaga. <laughs> Something to do with Lady Gaga. No, please no. Also, Bob Barker. Bob Barker's still alive? 98 years yeah. old. Yeah. Bob Barker is still alive. Why did I think Bob Barker passed away? Because you don't see him Because he retired. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Good Bob. Right? But 98 years old. My wild card choice this year. There's a TV show from the mid-2000s that was on Fox that there is a curse associated with now. And that show is Glee. And the, yeah. new, the, the latest member to die from that cast will be Leah Michelle. Okay. Oh, wow. 34 years old. So while filming a new Hallmark Christmas special, Michelle is singing behind the scenes, which stirs a herd of reindeer oh, that the no. crew are waiting to release for the third act. Oh, no. The radi- reindeer go crazy after hearing her sing a remix of Don't Stop Believing and All I Want for Christmas is You, and they break their fence and trample her to death. Oh, Ken. I'm so sorry, Leah you Michelle. You couldn't take out no. Le- Jane Lynch or something like that? No. No. Nobody no. likes it Leah Michelle. Kinda, that show is kind of cursed. It's a curse. Um, so, yeah, I'm really okay. sorry. That's sad. It's a, Why will I be excited if that happens? <laughs> Is that <laughs> don't wrong? Be. Don't no. be. Don't be. We're not excited to watch anyone die. I actually uh, have three choices for you from this one. Okay. And much like you two, I have two, maybe more gimmies and then a wild card. My first uh, gimme would be Clint, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I like that the, it's like for the Grim Reaper. It's yeah. gimmies for it's him. Good. Come on. Clint, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's, I think it's about time. Mm-hmm. You actually already mentioned him. I also think it's time for Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah, I think so yeah. too. Which yeah. and and that would be uh, that'd be a job well done in my opinion. Yeah, well, Mel Brooks is awesome. He's still doing little bits of comedy every now and then. And my wild card, his his habits will get uh, catch up with him. He has uh, delved into a uh, an interesting lifestyle a little bit too much. And nightly TV's Jimmy Fallon, <gasps> it will catch up with him. Oh, Ooh. that is sad. Yep, that's my guess. Oh, that is sad. Being now, stuck at home has been so really hard now for him. You're, you're buying into the whole uh, Jimmy He's Fallon an is a secret yeah, alcoholic yeah. behind the scenes. And and all the celebrities. Notice he is weirdly friends with all the celebrities because he hooks them up. Yep. With alcohol? Big parties at I'm his house. pretty sure they can get alcohol no. by themselves. They're over 21, <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Family friendly, Joel. <laughs> he has the key to his parents' liquor cabinet, okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what it is. Oh, that's sad. That is really yeah, sad. That would be, that's, you went darker than we did. Bold. Darker than getting run over by a reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I didn't get specific <laughs> well, on my death. You guys are like planning it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, how would yours happen? I did. I told you. Basically, he just hasn't taken care of himself. Oh, okay. okay. 
bad health. Yeah, right. Did you go to one of Jimmy Fallon's parties? (laughs) Hey, what we did at the reptilian party. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, no. I've said too much. Jimmy Fallon's reptilian. There's no way he should have a career. He's the worst. <laughs> He's not the worst. Second James worst. Corden exists. That's you, <laughs> Joel. You are correct. Thank you. Thank you. You are right. We're such jerks. Okay. Again, you guys are making money and having co- careers in comedy. We have a podcast. Let's take him down a peg. <laughs> yeah, but Kanye West listens. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but who is he now? Okay. Once again, livening it up with the newest threat to our existence. <laughs> All right. We didn't do this last year. So this year, I went with kind of a realistic one. And by that, I mean not at all. Well, because this year, well, in last year, in 2020, we had murder hornets out of nowhere. Yeah. We had a pandemic and we had murder hornets. We thought, what's the next thing that's going to get us? So I think it's just a lot is going to change. We're going to have massive solar flares that are going to cause internet outages randomly. What, Joel, are you okay? Uh, Oh, we get to mine. I can't wait because your face right now. So the internet's going to be out randomly, like in different cities, like for weeks at a time. And this actually brings people back to work and back to working on paper. But also most jobs, which are digital now, will just go, right? So most people will be out of work. But millions of thirsty TikTokers will rush to cities that still have Wi-Fi. And there will be riots in these cities. And there will be a new challenge on TikTok called hashtag getting away with murder. They're going to call them Y-Rise. Yeah. Wi- Wi-Fi riots. Yep. Wi-Fi fights. And what do we Wi-Fi get? Fights. Hashtag Wi-Fi fights. The purge. Yeah. TikTokers yeah. will start the purge. Purge. Yeah. So, Joel, tell me about your massive solar flares. You've heard of solar flares, <laughs> yeah, apparently, which have. are a sudden flash of increased brightness or, uh, on the sun. But watch out in 2021 for polar flares. <laughs> These are sudden flashes of, of freezing cold gusts that, that cross over the earth from pole to pole. And they really like Coca-Cola. It's <laughs> uh, th- going to cause crops to freeze. It's going to cause roads to ice over and make terrible drivers even worse. People won't know what to wear on day to day. It'll be like living in Utah. <laughs> Joel, can I get a boop? So we're going to bet lunch on this. I'm, I'm saying solar, solar flares will happen. I'm, I'm saying, saying polar, polar flares. We're not so betting lunch on that. I'm so as soon on. as the most random story about a solar flare pops up, you're just going to go. Yeah, I get Wait, lunch. Well, if polar flares happen, I will guys, buy you lunch. You need to buy me lunch. But it better be soup because it's going to be cold. Band name. Polar flares. Love yes. it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> this is good. How are we matching so often? This is good. Brain twins. Okay. Let's go classic bacon sale. We have four more categories to go, but let's jump into what you guys know and love. Movies. Yeah. How about movie with the biggest box office in 2021? This is a weird one. This is really yeah. weird. Because last year we were like, to know. it's going to be easy for any movie to make. Uh, well, not easy, but the biggest movies will make over a billion dollars. Yeah. The biggest, like I said, the biggest grossing, highest grossing American film last year. Bad Boys. Was Bad Boys yeah. for Life, which was $426 million. The last time but a even highest then, grossing pre, film. That was pre-pandemic. It was. Yeah. But probably would have made more, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. But the last time a highest grossing film was in that range of money was back in 1995 with Die Hard with a Vengeance. It had $356 million. Wow. So it's been a long time since we had a $400 million highest grossing box. And album. plus, if, if movies go to streaming, we'll never know how much money they make. Because they'll never no. tell us. They can keep secrets. I wonder, I wonder if they will start doing more stats on that, but I don't know. Maybe with things the way they're going. Maybe. And theaters kind of So last off. year, I said Fast and Furious 9, which was supposed to come out this, in spring of last year. Frankly, and it was a great choice. I yeah. Mean, who knows? Worldwide, I think they yeah. can make it. So this year, I went with Fast 9. <laughs> F9. F9. They're F9. called F9. Yeah. It'll come out in May. 
in you theory think, of this yeah. year. But I think if things keep going the way they're going, May, we may start to see some more theaters open up. And this could be the first big boom in theaters. And when it booms, people are going to be so happy to go back. They're going to go back. If you're talking about a movie that's supposed to bring back the industry, I think Fast 9 or F9 has a way better chance than Tenet. I cannot. I cannot, though promote a movie that is based on a key on my keyboard <laughs> f9 really <laughs> anyway here's a synopsis cypher enlists the help of jacob dom's younger brother to take revenge on dom and his team if you know what that means that's okay because i've seen all eight of the movies i still don't know who half these characters are charlie's there i think yeah. i think cypher and, is charlie's there john cena is J- jacob john yep that's john cena mm-hmm. and then dom is obviously vin diesel yeah vin diesel. okay yeah yeah uh, directed by Justin Lin, who's basically only directed every Fast and Furious since and Tokyo Star Drift, Trek Beyond, which is basically Fast and Furious <laughs> in space. In space, I like. But that the one. poster has rainbow smoke on it, so you know that's cool. cool. That is such a great choice. I didn't consider that one, mostly because if it does come out in May, it will fail. I felt weird picking the same one that I picked last year, but mm. how often will I be able to do that? Well, that your your last year's choices could uh, for all of these. Movie categories could probably carry over. Most of them could. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Except for the movie I chose, which was Wonder Woman 84, which I said is going to follow the success of the first one and make $1.1 billion. Which it didn't. Didn't at all. And I said it would be closely tied, and this movie may, but Minions Rise of Gru will also make $1.1 billion, which is coming out this year. It would it would have made a ton of money. Is that your choice then? No, it is not. This year, because it's coming out at the end of the year, and people will finally feel good about going to the movies, like you're saying. But there will never be, well, maybe for a year or two, we won't see billion-dollar earners. Spider-Man Homesick will make $900 million. Homesick? Homesick or Homebound? You're making up this title. Because uh-huh. Homer, it's Homer not Bounds. titled yet. Spider-Man Homesick or Homebound will make $900 million. Because people will be ready to see a big They're Marvel movie. They're not going to put oh, sick in the title. I think they will because they know they'll make money regardless. Even though sick would be bad Spider-Man in a movie longing title. for home. That's that's true. Far from home. Or home yeah. verse or something because it's going to have... Home for the holidays. <gasps> home alone. Because it's set during Christmas. The, the new Spider-Man, they have shots of them like snow and Christmas. Stuff like that. It's oh, Spider-Man home for the holidays. Gosh, I'm buying you lunch if you're right. Yeah, so <laughs> many lunches. Well, you're not winning polar flares. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think Spider-Man because it will hold on to its release date at the end of this year will make 900 million. Uh, I, I similar thing if that's a great title to bring people back. Everybody wants to see the Spider-Man movie. I like these guys. These okay. are good choices. If they come out. If they come if out. If they come out, that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's yeah, a, it's a it's weird a big, it's a weird year. We're, we're kind of gun shy about making predictions. Right. Okay, how about the three movies that you want to flop? Last year, I said Free Guy, which has not come out mm-hmm. with Ryan Reynolds, My Spy, which did come out with Dave Bautista, mm-hmm. and Super Intelligence, which came out in HBO Max with Melissa McCarthy, which was on my honorable mentions for worst movies of the year. Yeah. Horrible. This year, Boss Baby Family Business comes <laughs> yeah. out September 17th. Yeah. Sequel to Boss Baby. I'm not going to read a synopsis unless you want me to. It feels like a waste of time. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we know the premise of Boss Baby. Yes. Uh, my second movie is Uncharted. But this one, they actually body swap, and they're actually going to be one's young and one's old. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Uncharted <laughs> is the second movie I want to fail. You want Uncharted to fail? Tom Holland? Totally. Miscast beyond belief. Mark Wahlberg is Sully. Mm. So what this is, it's a, it's a prequel to the game starring Holland as a younger Drake, showing us details of how he came to meet and befriend Sully. Like, it feels like 
that Hollywood is just like Tom Holland. He's the it boy right now. Cast him as Nathan Drake, who is a very established character that we all know and care for. I almost wish this didn't get a movie Some adaptation. Have no idea who he is right now. Yeah, who, yeah. yeah. If, if you're a PlayStation fan specifically, yes. it you is know one of my favorite game franchises of all time. But he has such a specific voice and character type. Tom Holland does not fit the swagger. Nathan Fillion, ten years ago, would have been perfect. Actually, yeah. now because he's more in shape now than he was then. Yeah. But yeah. I want it to fail because... Well, the character was based, in the video games, was based on Nathan Fillion. Yeah. It, would I be happy if the movie was good? It would be a nice surprise, but I don't think this will be the one to be like even better than Sonic. It won't be the video game movie. Tom Holland's not even the best person in the Avengers franchise to play that character. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, and my third movie will be Cruella. This comes out May 28th. Ooh, Emma Stone. In 1970s London, young fashion designer Estella Deville becomes obsessed with dog skins, especially Dalmatians, until she becomes a ruthless and terrifying legend known as Cruella. Hmm. So uh, from Estella to Cruella, this is just another precedent of why do we need this? Yeah. Joel, what are so yours? Last year, I said uh, Birds of Prey, which was one of the top grossing movies of the year. Yeah. Mm. I said Minions Rise of Gru, which was pushed to this year. And I said Trolls World Tour. I forgot that came out. Yeah, kind of did. So kind of flopped, I guess. No, it, it made a lot of money. Uh, by the But speaking of which, since Trolls was like the first movie that went over Premium, streaming, yeah. and then that ticked off a bunch of theaters, and they're like, we're never showing, like Regal and AMC were like, we're never showing AMC movies again. Well, they've worked out a deal, and they're going to show AMC, their Universal movies again. So I don't know. Uh, Ken, I also said Cruella. Yeah. I, I I don't like I don't like these prequels. The Maleficent idea. Yeah, I don't like the, the Wicked idea. Basically, it's like let's take a famous villain and show their sympathetic backstory so that we love them and then we feel for them and then we understand why they went evil. No, she skins puppies. Yeah, Cruella Deville skins puppies. There is no redemption for that character. <laughs> How dare you! Uh, by the way, it's directed by uh, Craig Gillespie, who did Lars and the Real Girl and Fright Night and I, Tanya. Like, this guy has oh, kind of... Oh, no, I might like it. That's what I'm saying. He has some good movies. Yeah. I, not that I'm putting Fright Night as, like, a good movie, but it was fun. I love it. But it's a variety. Like, yeah. you look at these three movies, and it's like, well, maybe. And Emma Stone, I like Emma Stone. Mm -hmm. So I want it to flop, though, because I don't want them to keep making these villain biopics. Okay. Then I have Minions Rise of Gru, of course. Yeah. I want that to fail because it... it hasn't been funny since the first movie, honestly. Wait, was it? Oh, like Despicable Me, not Despicable the first Minions. No, okay. no. Oh, thank, okay, you. Okay. thank you for clarifying. Yeah. That was my reputation <laughs> just then. And then the movie I want to flop, and I want to flop so, so, so hard, is Space Jam, A New Legacy. Oh, you hate Space Jam. Space Jam was a horrible movie. What if Lola Bunny's in this one? Flop. Is it because King James is in this movie? I thought Flop. you were a big fan of the Lakers. NBA superstar LeBron James teams up with Bugs Bunny and the rest of the Looney Tunes for this long-awaited sequel. Look at Zach's face. It says long-awaited in IMDb, so I therefore conclude IMDb is a bunch of liars. Oh, they are. But look at Zach's Who's face. He's so mad at you right sequel? now. Zach. Who's waiting for this sequel? Have you been waiting for the sequel, Zach? Every night when I say my prayers, I ask for the next <laughs> Space Jam movie. <laughs> Please quoting that. Please, yes, bless the monsters. Don't come back. And this is directed by Malcolm D. Lee, who did Undercover, Undercover Brother and Scary movie five <laughs> what <laughs> undercover brother i actually love undercover brother it's funny but i mean this is the guy that's directing space jam he directed a bunch of other movies too those are the ones i wanted to point out but i hate space jam i i granted i didn't watch it until i was an adult like mm. maybe five ten years ago yeah i watched it for the first time hated it didn't understand why people loved it so much because i wasn't part of that younger generation that grew up and was like oh these looney tunes characters i love and that's the other thing. Looney Tunes, 
They're not relevant. No one really thinks about them anymore. Yeah. And so this, I think it's going to be, they're going to be ripping off the Muppets where it's like, hey, let's get our mojo back again. And I don't think it's going to work. So yeah. I want it to flop. Flop. It will. Flop like James Harden. <laughs> Sports reference. <laughs> Actually flop like LeBron who's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was what you, uh, what you want to flop. Yes. But I want you to look deep into that crystal ball. And I want you to tell me the movie that absolutely will flop. So last year, I said Sonic the Hedgehog was going to flop. And it was the number you were six so highest wrong. grossing. Minus five? It is the highest grossing video game movie of all time. It made $320 million. For which, that movie, it was Get this. Great. Kent said that it would make $350 million. What? I'm sorry, Kent. <laughs> you went over. <laughs> pretty close, though. That's pretty close. I actually was really impressed. <laughs> but you went over, so it doesn't count. You don't get a point. <laughs> Uh, so Kent was wrong is what the, we're taking away from that that was hurtful and, but I think what's going to flop comes out in March Godzilla versus King Kong oh it's the weirdest thing with this movie because there has not been a trailer there's been three seconds shown from a tease mm-hmm. and that is it it comes out in two months this is a movie they should be hyping like crazy they should be but and it's not. coming straight to HBO Max they're not, that's they're, it they're not going to go further well here's the other thing Godzilla movies have not fared well here in the United States nope and Kong Skull Island, it did okay, but who even remembers it came out? Right. And they're trying to hype this as like the, the big showdown between these two epic creatures. And that, that is a cool concept, but it's not... Audio, American audiences aren't going to care, and international audiences are going to be like, they did it wrong and not like it. Yeah, and they're not marketing it. There's no yeah. hype for this movie at all. And I doubt it will come out in March. Oh, you don't think so? No, I think they might keep pushing it. They should. Because it needs to be a big experience. If they want experience. any money, I think it needs to be a big experience. But I think Godzilla versus King Kong is going to flop this it's year. It's a great choice. Thank you. Yeah. What do you have, Kent? Last year, I said The New Mutants. I took a risk and said it was even going to come out last year. And it finally did. It did. The and movie it flopped. flopped hard. It flopped hard. so bad. Yeah. And it's flopped it's, like James Harden, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. Thank Wait, you. Is that, that's fine. Yeah, well, because I'm, I'm talking about He, he looked at right me now. for validation. I gave it to yeah, him. It's fine. And this year, it also comes out in March. It's a movie called Chaos Walking. This is a movie that was yeah. meant to come out two years ago, maybe three years ago. What the weird Once trailer? Again, Tom Holland. I haven't seen the trailer yet. You haven't seen the trailer? No. It's it's not good. So the synopsis is, a dystopian world where there are no women and all living creatures can hear each other's thoughts in a stream of images, words, and sounds, get this, called noise. You can yeah. hear sounds called noise so basically you're sitting there and like you see these flashes above someone's head of what they're thinking for some is reason is this a sequel to mel gibson's what women want <laughs> <laughs> this is where it ends up the dystopia so, yeah, this is a prequel or? daisy ridley in a bad wig shows up and tom holland tries to like protect her right and this is meant to be a like a post-apocalyptic movie really this this one went through so many reshoots i think they they're kind of just throwing it out there in march knowing that it won't make money anyways even if there wasn't a pandemic because they're really not the... I don't think Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley are the the stars they think that could no. sell this movie. No, I think this movie was maybe made when uh, Daisy Ridley was... The, when last yes. year, or excuse me, when uh, Rise of Skywalker was going to come out. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, here we go. But no. Yeah. So, fun fact. Tom Holland was asked to grow as much facial hair as he could for the role. So, in the span of six weeks, all he could muster was a thin striped goatee that is barely a soul patch. Kent, once he hits puberty, though. 171 <laughs> people out of 179 people found that interesting. <laughs> I love that. I was one of them. <laughs> so, yeah, Chaos Walking. It will absolutely bomb. Yeah, and I, it, it will come out in March. 
So nuts. I watched the trailer. It came up on, on I, I subscribed to a, a YouTube channel. It's all just movie trailers, new mm-hmm. ones that are coming yeah. out. And I watched it. And the whole time I just had this kind of furrowed brow. Like, what is I'm going to watch the trailer after this. It's bizarre. Now I'd like to finish off. This is the final category, but the most important one. I want to hear your personal five most anticipated movies of 2021. Last year I said Quiet Place 2, Wonder Woman 84, Dune, Last Night in Soho, and Tenet. So three of your five move on? We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to start with number five, and we're going to jump back and forth, Rachel. Sure. The fifth most anticipated movie of the year, and this isn't because I think it will be good, but I am so curious about what they're going to do. Matrix. Oh, yeah. Right now it's just called Matrix, but Matrix 4. Matrix 2. Yeah, Matrix, <laughs> Matrix two, two. But yeah. I am also considering that this one won't also it also won't count in canon either. Hmm. So the Wachowskis are coming up with this movie, which we don't know what it's about. But Keanu Reeves is in it. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss, not Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne in this movie. And it may be a search for Morpheus, like a young Morpheus, or a continuation, a new Matrix. And then if right you will. at the end of the movie, they go to hand him something, and he just tosses it over his yeah. shoulder. I've seen yeah. this movie, yeah. probably. Yeah. So yeah, no story is known, but. I love the original, well, the only Matrix movie in existence, and I'm so curious to see Neo again mm-hmm. in this kind of movie, though it's been a long time since he's been Neo. It has been. So yeah, that's my number five, hi. Matrix. Now it's it's him now, so he's like, hi, no kung fu. Yeah, so he has like a new, his his delivery new, in Bill and Ted. Ken Reeves or Nicolas Cage? It's, seriously, though, if you he's got a new sort of rhythm to does. him. Uh, by the way, last year, I should, I should clarify that last year I said Mulan, mm-hmm. which was meh. Yeah. A Quiet Place 2, which was pushed to this More year. More like Melon. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was pushed to this year. Tenant, good. And Wonder Woman, bleh. I predicted, by the way, Tenant would be Kent's favorite movie of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said <laughs> something like in your description. It was like, and Kent's number one movie. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Of that. Yep. I also, by the way, predicted the Snyder Cut wouldn't happen until May of 2021. You did. I said that. Shut your mouth. Last year, you I said that. Did. Are you serious? I'm yeah. serious. Go You're back a wizard. I say May of 2021. You said it won't come out. It'll be because May it of was. It was kind of my joke number one pick, and yeah. we didn't know anything about it at no. that point. At that time, we didn't. But you know, I looked well at my crystal done. Ball. Thank you, thank you. I was proud of that one. Yeah, that's why I made a note of it here. <laughs> uh, my number five, I put is a quiet place part two. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, dang it! I forgot my joke again. It was Tom and Jerry. It's not really Tom and Jerry. It's a quiet place part two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you always have jokes. <laughs> I try. Joke pick. Uh, anyway, uh, is your excitement level still as high for Quiet Place Two, or is it kind of dwindled away? It's well, it's dwindled a bit. Both yeah. of you made mention that it was the trailer that really well, sold I, you. I said no, I don't want a sequel to this. But mm-hmm. then I watched the trailer and I said, "There's a story that that could be a story." Yeah. And we were so excited because it was coming out in like a month from when we did the show, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Oh, we can't wait to see this soon." And now I'm like, "Eh, okay. Hope, yeah. Hopefully, it's good." I think it's interesting when when movies or, or even TV series go with dealing with the fallout. Yeah, yes. And that seems to be what this is doing, and it's also telling kind of an origin story, right? So John Krasinski is going to be back in it uh, for, for a little a bit, bit, for a little bit. But I think this is, this is going to be one where maybe Kent will invite me to the screening so I can actually see one of these in theaters because <laughs> I, I missed out on that on the first one. If there are screenings, then yes. Thank you. Yeah. And your number four, Joel. My number four is Paw Patrol, the movie. Oh, jeez. Guys, they're making a movie of Paw Patrol. It might make a billion We've dollars. We've been waiting for this for so long. <laughs> long anticipated. Wasn't Paw Patrol supposed to be canceled? <laughs> that, <laughs> that was Caillou. But oh, Kent, you'll yeah. be, you'll, I was actually surprised you brought it up, but I actually put the unbearable weight of massive talent. Really? Because What I, about it excites you? I read the synopsis. Yeah. I, I really, this is the one with, starring Nicolas Cage, Pedro Pascal, 
Uh, but it says a cash-strapped Nicolas Cage agrees to make a paid appearance on a billionaire superfan's birthday party, but is re- but is really an informant for the CIA since the billionaire fan is a drug kingpin and gets cast in a Tarantino movie. Yes. Just that description, I went, I got whiplash from that description. <laughs> what is happening right now? And I went, it's Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage, kind of a heightened version of him. Mm-hmm. I think Neil Patrick Harris was in this as well. Really? I, I think I saw that. He's also but- in Matrix. With the, right, yeah. with the right tone, this could be awesome. Like it, it, it is set up like you mentioned being John Malkovich. It's set up to be the next. Who cult is classic. the director? Do we know? Uh, Tom Gormican. I don't know anything he's directed. Though. He did Scary Movie Six, right? <laughs> Maybe. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this comes out in March, by the way, yeah. and I think it could be fun. It was one of the ones I, I, I didn't know much about till I read this. Like list. it may not be in your your top list at the end of the year, but you're very curious about it yeah, right now. It piqued my curiosity, mm-hmm. as a lot of the synopsis didn't. Synopses didn't. Synopsi. Yeah. Nostradamai. Nostradamai. How about you, Kent? Your four? Number four is Mission Impossible 7. Yeah. Uh, it's no secret that I love Fallout so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, not the games, not but Mission Impossible Fallout. Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Not nuclear Fallout. Or fan Fallout. For- and the synopsis for this movie is seventh entry in a long-running Mission Impossible series. So we don't know anything about this, but That's Tom Cruise to is really excited to be at work. I know something about this. Go on. I actually figured this out uh, a little while back, but when this movie comes out... Ethan Hunt, the character Ethan Hunt, well, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise will be two years older than John Voight was in the <gasps> first Mission Impossible. Whoa. What? So That's so weird. He was so old back then. Yeah, two or three years older. So, Jeez. And this one is meant to come out November 19th, so around the same time as Maybe Bond? So it's kind of it's going to be an interesting month for us. Is that the new title for it? Maybe Bond? Yeah, Maybe Bond. <laughs> maybe Bond. <laughs> so, but I can't wait. I think the stunts uh, will be amazing. It's in, Chris McQuarrie is doing this movie again. Uh, it will have a cliffhanger at the end, I believe, leading into Mission Impossible because 8. Because they are simultaneously filming 7 and 8. Correct. So naturally they will. But I'm pretty stoked, and even though I like, know nothing about the movie. It'll be like Back to the Future 2, where randomly they show a trailer at the end of the movie so for three years. So weird, right? Oh, man. That's so strange. Good times. Yeah. Okay. What about your three, Kent? Uh, making a repeat appearance on this list, it's Dune. I cannot wait to dress like Paul Atreides or Dame... <laughs> Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> As Paul Atreides. Yeah. <laughs> Is she the dame you both came to? That's what comes to mind. Yeah. We were talking so, about Bond. Uh, it's Denis Villeneuve. I mean, I've talked about this movie a lot, but it's meant to come out October 1st now. It was originally a December release of 2020, mm-hmm. and it's been pushed back six months, and then now to um, October. I think it may even be pushed back to 2022 because it's currently part of the Warner Brothers deal that it will be in theaters and HBO Max. And Legendary, who made this movie, said, there's no way we will sue you, Warner Brothers, if you put this on HBO Max. Wow. So I think they're going to try to push to the next year so they're not part of that streaming deal. I, I wonder with these movies, like, are they putting additional finishing touches on it? Are they going to this movie sure been CGI done CGI is perfect? Or is it just sitting in a vault and just ready to be released? I think it's the vault. I think that's why Godzilla vs. Kong is just going mm-hmm. to be released, because they're done. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else to do. Yeah. That's a good choice. You guys know me. Yeah. My very well. Three. You know I love a good origin story. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Which is why I chose Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. She did last year, too. We're final. <laughs> no, it was a different G.I. Joe oh. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I looked. <laughs> and uh, I, I just think we all need to know the origin of Snake Eyes in the G.I. Joe movies because he was the Didn't most Didn't we see part. it with Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Kind of. That, that's Cobra Commander. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Henry Golding is playing Snake Eyes this time around. Anyway, no, my real pick is one. It's a repeat from last year. It's actually Ghostbusters Afterlife. Good choice. Great pick. So yep. this is coming out in June, and uh, I'll read the synopsis. When a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. Directed by Jason Reitman, who's done uh, Thank You for Smoking, Up in the Air, Juno, like these kind of mm-hmm. quirky but dramatic films. And I thought he could put the right tone on this. He could. Yeah. And... I believe he is the son of the original director. Of he, is. Ryan, he actually right? showed the yeah. movie to his dad and he said his dad started crying and said, you're the right person to make this. Aww. And granted, that's just hearsay, right? But yeah. it's still very cool. But after, I was going to say, after the debacle, I talked about this last year, the debacle that was 2016's Ghostbusters remake, mm-hmm. that this one feels like this should be a natural continuation and could complete the set of the trilogy of one, two, and three. So yeah. Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife. It's a good pick. I like in the trailer that they have a feature where the chair pops out of the Ecto-1, mm-hmm. which is what the toy did. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a toy uh, that they released that had the chair that popped yeah, out. The cover the, yeah, the So it's pretty cool that they put that in the movie. Yeah, I'm, I actually think there. there's a, there sh- looks like there's going to be enough balance of it's fan like service a, to make this really fun. It's like Boba Fett finally shooting that rocket out of his back that yeah. we all played with. Oh, in the what? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Good choice. And your next one, Joel? My number two is actually Bob's Burgers, the movie. I've never seen a single episode of Bob's Burgers, but man, I'm going to go see that movie. People talk about liking it. Because this, it's this is good. the time now. Bob's Burgers. This is when the the grill is hot. Let's make the <laughs> Strike movie. Strike while the grill is hot. No, I You chose... like it though, Zach? Bob's Burgers? I've, I've seen a couple episodes. It's fine. Yeah. I, think, I think I'm in an abusive relationship, gentlemen. Uh-oh. What? Why? What? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to see old... Oh, in July, M. Night Shyamalan's new movie, Old. Tell her about Old because no one really knows what this movie is. Here's yet. the synopsis: Is it because you're an old plot kept under wraps? <laughs> That's what it says. On Who IMDb. is it directed by? M. Night Shyamalan. There we go. Which you can learn more about on Bacon Cell episode 24, the M. Night Shyamalan, <laughs> <laughs> uh, starring Tom, uh, Thomason McKenzie, uh, Rufus Sewell, and Abby Lee. Uh, which you may Rufus not know Sewell. those names, but if you look at those, if you look at the faces, you're like, oh, it's the guy from A Night's That's Tale. A guy from a Night's Tale. Uh, oh. Thomas and McKenzie. What was she just in that I really liked? She was in Jojo Rabbit. That, yes. Yes. There's one of the one that I like that I was just thinking of, though. I can't remember. Anyway. But this is M. Night Shyamalan's new movie. And I don't know why, because I was so disappointed with Glass, mm-hmm. how they ended it. It was totally. good. And then the ending just blech. And so I was... And then, you know, he's kind of had a string of flops for a while there. And the split was like, oh, is he good? Nope. He's still terrible. But it's, it's an original project. And you can't help but wonder... Yeah. Is it going to be good or is it going to be terrible? And like both we're talking about the images that are out there about it. I've tried to stay away from most of them, but like the poster, for example, like that's hourglass, but it's like people falling through it. And so it's like, I'm intrigued and I don't know why I keep going back. It feels like a Soylent Green kind of concept. Yeah. And I don't know, but I'm excited to at least understand what old is about. I hope it's plot kept under wraps until the movie comes out. It probably will be. And Kent, your next choice feel like I'm following last year's again. It's Last Night in Soho. Yes. This is the new Edgar Wright movie. This movie was meant to come out last April and is now coming out, quote unquote, on April 23rd. Do you know if they've done production on this? Yeah, they're... it's been finished for a year. It has been finished. Yeah. Okay. So it's Edgar Wright. And like I said before, he's kind of grown up. And this one, he's making a like a fashion horror film. So the story is a young girl, Thomas and McKenzie, mm-hmm. passionate about fashion design, is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters her idol, played by Matt Smith, a dazzling wannabe singer. But 1960s London is not what it seems, and time seems to fall apart with shady consequences. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen a trailer on this one. I've seen a few stills, but How that's about it. How have we not seen it. a trailer yet? That's so bizarre to me. It's a little strange, but this movie just needs to come out. Leave no trace. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. She's great in that she movie. Was, she was so good in that. Yeah. 
but last night in soho just because i love the director so much and i'm excited to see him make a surreal horror that looks like it belongs in i mean clearly in the time period 60s 70s like you know like the donald sutherland kind of vibe back then yeah where it's just it feels scary but it's not like a jump scary movie okay yeah I like it all right we're now down to our number one number most anticipated for the one year. choices if they come out do you have any honorable mentions i do a quiet place too nobody which i'm really excited for nobody that's the one with um nobody. better call saul Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The John Wick yeah. movie, which yeah. Oh, John, with Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. 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 Army of the Dead, uh, Old, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. And I actually had Mission Impossible 7. Uh, I have, I do have Uncharted on here, Kent, because mm-hmm. I just, I, I want to see what they do with it. I love the game. Right. But I'm going to see if they, like, you know, if I can control the movie, maybe. <laughs> uh, that would be a feature. There better be, like, you know, 20 minute extended scenes of him just climbing things, <laughs> jumping, and actually getting a hold. Yes. And then actually, I put in here the Beatles Get Back. Oh, yeah. Uh, Peter Jackson's documentary about the Beatles. It'll be fantastic. The trailer he put out there was so much fun. Yeah. And so I was like, I want to see that again. So there's a couple of mine. All right. So my number one, guys. I don't know, but it's happened, and it's going to happen. Zack Snyder's Justice League is a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't going to be released in theaters. Uh, Actually, it is now. (gasps) This is no longer a TV series. It's a four-hour movie. They said it's a movie, but are they going to release it in theaters? Both theaters and HBO Max. I'll say it. Maybe a limited run, right? And so I will be seeing this in theaters. I do have HBO Max as well. Um, You guys are free to watch on HBO Max and not with me at the theater. They better have an intermission. I'll come with you. Seriously. Perfect because four hour movie. Yeah, Zach came with me to Justice, Justice League, League, and we were pretty sad and Remember mad. When Kent after. made us watch the extended cut about maybe Superman, I liked it. How long was that? Six it. hours. It was six and a half hours. That's what it felt like. Stop it! <laughs> it's amazing. But finally, and this is the synopsis: Zack Snyder's definitive director's cut of Justice League. That's all you need to know because this will be a different, a, a tweaked movie where we haven't seen maybe seventy percent of the footage. A lot of it was what Joss Whedon did. I'm so curious to see if this, the plot follows the same path, mm. but with different shot scenes. But I'm as super long curious. as Flash falls on the Wonder Woman, I'm good. Nope, he's not. That's a Joss Whedon <laughs> I know, thing. I know. <laughs> yeah, and they won't call Lois Lane thirsty. Oh, because that's Joss Whedon as well. Yeah. And you can just tell with that Justice League, there is so much of it that is added on. Yeah. It just it feels out of place. And that's what it is. This has always been one of those things. I had to choose it as my number one because I've talked about it for three years now. And this has been a, it's wish fulfillment. Like it's actually happening. And guess what? It could be horrible, but finally. And in in fact, critics will skewer this thing. But it is something that I've been asking for. And I can't believe they've kind of given, like almost like Mandalorian did. Mm. Hey fans, here's one for you. And I'm like, thank you. This movie could be mediocre or could continue number two that's never going to happen. But I will be appreciative that it finally came out. I'm worried for you though, Kent. Uh, Why? I remember walking into the screening of Batman v Superman mm-hmm. and you were head in hands stressed oh, about for sure. the movie. Yeah. Because like, what if it's bad? What if it's bad? What if it's bad? Mm-hmm. And I just worry you're going to And, and now it's like this. everything leads to this and we've been waiting for it for this long and it could still be you bad. You said for a long time when the when the center comes out, we're just ending bacon sale. So I don't know what we're going to do after that. But <laughs> <laughs> we haven't said that, by the yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, everyone. No. But yeah, you're right. It could be bad and I will be stressed, oh, but I'm excited. Stressed but excited. Mm-hmm. Just like your dating life. <laughs> no, my number one is one we've talked about before. It's no big surprise. It's the Boss Baby Family Business. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, no, I actually, of course, picked Spider-Man Home for the Holidays. Is that what you're going to call it now? <laughs> That's what I, It says untitled Spider-Man sequel here, but now mm-hmm. I'm going to call it Spider-Man Home for the Holidays. I like it. Uh, because John Watts, who did Homecoming and Far From Home, I feel like... Uh, he's, he's super mediocre. You're right. He's done a great job with Spider-Man, I think. 
given what he was given. I, of course, would like to see Spider-Man distance himself from the MCU and do his own Spider-Man things. I'm waiting for the first actual Spider-Man movie from him. But at the same time, I love how they just jumped in and said, yeah, by the way, Uncle Ben died. He got powers. We're not even going to talk about that. We're getting right into the Spider-Man. But if you get Toby in this movie and and I get Andrew... I mean, so I feel like this is the best of all worlds. I say, I say uh, the synopsis, a continuation of Spider-Man Far From Home, directed by John Watts and starring anyone who has ever been in a Spider-Man movie ever. Yep. <laughs> and that's awesome. just it. They keep announcing all these different people that are going to be part of it. And um, I know it's going to be maybe not as good as Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse because they did it so well. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited because I'm like, I really enjoy this era of Spider-Man movies. And I look forward to seeing how they quote-unquote end it because it's not going to end here it didn't start with homecoming and so i feel like there's you know there's continuation on both ends but i think he's done a good job i look forward to seeing it yeah okay don't give me that condescending no yeah. like look this will be the best of the tom holland spider-man movies you by so? far by far i hope because so. he won't be in it very much <laughs> <laughs> even when you're complimentary you're condescending <laughs> i just want to see another spider-verse movie like an actual animated spider-verse movie that, should that excites that. me yeah that'll be good so there you go. Zach, did you have a number one movie you're excited for this year? I haven't really looked forward to it too much, but uh, I would say of... In the Heights, right? Didn't you really In the Heights, I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be an HBO Max and theater release. uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's um, musical he did before Hamilton um, about Washington Heights. Uh, It's a rap musical. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me Lin-Manuel Miranda existed before Hamilton? He did, yes. I'm uh, very, very excited about that one. Also slated to come out in December... In the musical genre as well, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Yeah, really, it was supposed to come out last December, which seems weird. It does seem it's, super uh, weird. Why remake that? It's a drama. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it's it's a really interesting story, but like the the way it was made and the the style of acting does feel very of the time. A yeah. musical though, right? It could, and it's, it's time the musical. Okay, song and dance, everything, snapping, dance yeah. fighting. Da-da-da. It's so excited. Why fighting? It's now Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi fighting. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's probably two that come to mind, and then uh, also Dune. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Dune. You like the original Dune? I, you know, funny enough, I've only seen pieces of it when it was on like TBS or something on TV. But my dad had a Dune video game for the Sega. It was like a real-time strategy game where you had oh. to like build your base and, and do all this stuff. And he played that so much, and so I just like. I don't know, feel weirdly drawn to it. It went over everyone's head, just like the, the book and the original the movie. Yeah. The game's probably better. Dude, yeah. the battle for Arrakis is what it was. It was so cool. <laughs> but uh, it just the trailer looks super cool, and so that's definitely on my personal radar. Okay. There you go. That's I think we covered it all. I think we predicted the entire year. Accurately. With maybe less doom and gloom than the actual year. Maybe more. We shall see. Well, who knows? Be solar flares left and right. And guys. polar flares. <laughs> Don't polar forget about the polar flares. Don't forget about the polar flares. Like, we'll never forget about uh, the polar flares. But let us know. Let us know who you think probably is more right. Uh, who got more right on these predictions? And let us know your predictions as well. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We love hearing your feedback. So please let us know. All right. Well, first off, we'd like to thank from our patrons the I am the listener category. So first, we have Sean Sanquist, Terry Finley, Adrian Gray. Crew Dutler, Alicia Bass, Kyler wishes all the lower... Kyler. <laughs> That's who it is. <laughs> Brayden Winterton, Sweet Bottom Cakes, Jessica Drought, Jennifer Kilkowski, Plot Twist Media, Babs, and Glow Daniel. And from our Bacon Council, we have Ryan Farron, Hailstorm, Chris Anderson, Stephen Ross, Jessica Terry, Mats, uh, Brian Matson, The Shadow, and Reverse Listener. 
Thank you all very much. Thank you, thank you, listeners. We love Keeping the lights on. Thank you, patrons. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with QuickWits. They're performing for free online on Facebook. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews and my top 10 movies of last year, Joel also has his top 10 list now. Mm-hmm. It's showtimeshowdown.com. And Joel, what's your site name? The former 786.blogspot.com. Perfect. Keeping that blog spot alive. Yeah. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at tumblingmustard. Uh, maybe I'll tell that story one day. And then if you'd like to uh, connect with Bacon Sale better, make sure you're following us on social media. That's going to Facebook and searching Bacon Sale. Make sure you are liking the page there. And then go to Twitter and Instagram at Bacon Sale. While you're doing that, head over to tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale and get yourself some merch. There's some swag that uh, you know you can get for on a shirt or a mug or a pillow. It's awesome. There's a lot of great designs. And I've been saying it for months. There may be some new ones on the way. Who knows? <laughs> And then if you'd like to support the show further, head over to patreon.com slash bacon sale where support of the show starts at just $3 a month where you get bacon bits where we talk about some random stuff Mm -hmm. every once in a while for just a few minutes. Just a few. It's basically a second show every other week. All right. So until next time, you guys are the goat. (laughs) Strike me down with your hatred and your journey to the dark side will be complete. Do it. (laughs) Wouldn't it be crazy if something bad happened in 2020? I have no clue any of the things you just said. (laughs) Babe Roof. Wait, Roof? You have your goats. We have ours. Feels wrong. How does that feel wrong? Do you you know where cheese comes from? The burger that can't be bleeped. This idea. I'm not going to eat it, but I like it. Mr. Ed was featured in two chapters of a novel called Horseplay. Why did you turn into a Jersey guy when you said that? I think I'm meant for family guy. Whatever. Sexy Baby Yoda. Ew! What did you Google and what did you find? I did sexy Yoda costume (laughs) that exists. Sexy Dune. (laughs) Sexy Sandworm. I hate how cute it is. He's insane. The James Bond villain in real life is not reptilian? (laughs) Spelling things with his tongue. (laughs) I lick my pop filter. Okay. Okay. I do my research and I'm a fan. Don't they? Florida's got it. Because I looked through 35 years of sexiest men in life. Had a good time. Still, is he a puppet? I think he's dead. (laughs) I don't think so. <laughs> I think I get a point for his death. You, Joel, tell me about your mess of solar flares. You've heard of solar flares. <laughs> <laughs> Every night when I say my prayers, I ask for the next Space Jam movie. It will. Flop like James Harden. Well, he looked at right me now. for validation. I gave it to him. It's fine. <laughs> Dang it. I forgot my joke again. It was you. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Even when you're complimentary, you're condescending. <laughs> Just these headphones are hard to get used Let's to. Let's get ready to rumble. Oh, they're gonna keep going. Why do we sound like the aliens from Mars Attacks? <laughs> 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 or minions? Mama boy. Mm-hmm.